are listening to Enlivening Musings, a podcast to enhance your life so you live fully alive. Sponsored by the Pleasure Fairy app. Download it for more support. Welcome to Enlivening Musings. I'm Crystal. And I'm Katie. And today we're going to dive into a topic of the heart because it is something that has come up many a times and yet it is very, very, very important Mm -hmm. (laughs) that we keep coming back to it. Um, If you listened to our last episode, the conversation had almost started going in this direction, (laughs) which inspired us to actually put together another episode about the heart and the importance of it. Um, you know, we talk about resisting pain. We talk about how different things in the body are all connected. We talk about so much that often just leads right back to the heart because there's so many things that make us close this area. If you are having anxiety, you probably are closing your heart because you're trying to protect things and calm things down and get into your power center and your belly and get that all calm. If you are trying to move into a new area of life, you want to be able to have an open heart. I mean, the list goes on. Um, but one of the, I mean, there's been a couple things that have been really prominent I'd say for both of us on this topic lately, but for me, the most prominent one is seeing people not want to feel and not want to feel pain and that being the cause of closing their heart down. And yet, excuse me, as you keep doing this type of stuff, you do feel the pain but it like moves and it transforms and it like shifts and and you can do it in this way where like it hurts but you find that when you're building the barriers and the resistance it actually hurts more oh yeah cuz it becomes like chronic pain then <laughs> right? versus just like when i went through something recently like it just moves faster. That's what I tell Crystal all the time. Like since I've started working with her and like doing more of the heart work, like stuff just moves through faster. Stuff that I would like just ruminate on forever. It's like a few hours maybe the next day and I'm like, okay, I'm fine with it. It still is just as intense, yeah. but it just goes faster because I just let myself feel it. Um, and I'm aware of when of the times when I don't let myself feel it, and that's okay too. Like sometimes I catch myself just wanting to numb out and like fully aware that I'm doing it, but it's like I I just can't stop it almost or I just not interested in dealing with it. But it's always right there, right? So you might as well just deal with it and let the energy move and be done with it versus just stacking another layer. Yeah. It reminds me of like my emails and posts lately too about like constriction Where it's like, there might be times when you're just going to stay in a constricted state. Like, it's not about forcing that. Mm -hmm. And I love the word softening because it's so much more about softening this than trying to, like, make yourself open your heart, you know? Right. Because sometimes that's what has come up a lot for me when I've been talking to people is, like, sometimes you just have to, like, titrate it out a little bit at a time. Like... 
you know, sometimes even in myself and other people have said, it's like, they feel like the emotion, like it's, it's like right there. And then it's almost like if they're going to like, okay, let me like pause the TV or whatever. And like, let me like feel this. It's like, it goes and hides. I think I, mm-hmm. for some reason on a lot of work I do, I always think of, I put it into like an animal sense because it's like, you know, it's like, if you see like a, a stray cat and you like go after it or shine a bright light, like it's going to go hide. But if you were just like, you're just like, okay, I'm just going to sit here and pretend nothing's going on, how it would, might come out and sit with you. And sometimes I feel like we're expecting like this big emotional release or this big response, but sometimes it's just like a little like, blah, 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 like a little bubble up to the surface and that's it. Mm-hmm. And that's all that really needed to be felt or maybe that's all that needed to be felt at that time. And I think being okay with that too and not feeling like every healing session or moment needs to be this like huge outburst of physical and emotional energy like it can just be a little blip it can be like a slight um realization or awareness like we talked about in Dana's podcast like sometimes it's just like um like one of the famous quotes from John Barnes my teacher is without awareness there's no choice so sometimes just having the awareness and then you're like oh and that's it you don't even have to figure it out Mm-hmm. that can be the work and then you're done well <clears throat> excuse <You> me <laughs> and what I love about that too is that brings it to the day-to-day you know like this when we talk about heart work and things it's not just like okay now I'm gonna be in my heart or right. I'm gonna do breast massage for a week or a month and like whatever it is it's like choosing every day and in those really difficult moments then So it's about, you know, slowing down and being in that moment and in each moment, you know, and being able to like breathe and keep choosing that softness. And that's what will make it more like automatic, Mm -hmm. you know, where because for me, I feel it's more automatic now. So like I notice every time like my shoulders kind of move. And so I need to just kind of like soften my heart. Maybe I need to activate some of like the back muscles even, which ties into your solar plexus. And so like so much happens here. It's like we call our power back. And so we're in our power and our potency. We're grounded to the earth. Like this is where it's all connected, right? Mm -hmm. And then that's when our heart can open and soften. And then you can handle life, you know, you handle those things. It's something I've wanted to talk about more lately too because that's how I've been able to handle people telling me really difficult things, you know. I had, it's been over a year now with having a bunch of like staff need to like say what their grievances were and, uh, you know, rewind me not having done heart work. That would have been awful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it would have hurt so much. It would have meant so much about me. I would have internalized so much of it. It would have just been destructive and created more healing that needs to be had. But instead, I just breathed in my heart the whole time. I took it all in and alchemized all of it, Mm. you know, in real time. And it was still intense and it was hard and it was like, you know, still took integrating in time I had a good 24 hours of like you know Mm -hmm. but without having done that it would have percolated or like festered or you know other things and it's just like that's the power of this and that's where 
in your personal relationships and in these situations, now you can handle life and think about what that does for your nervous system and think about what that does for your solar plexus and your power and your adrenal glands and everything because you know like you can handle it and it might hurt but that's the thing it's like you're saying about it moving more quickly and it can go to other things um you know we were talking the one day about like going down the arms and into like the thumbs and everything because Mm -hmm. that's something I noticed when I was a breastfeeding mom you're hunched over like you're closing your heart you're protecting it even though you're feeling all of this new love or whatever it is that's going on there but it can create these physical things that isn't just in your chest it can like you know even just talking about like the back and like strengthening that area or like then creating weakness in that area when you're Mm -hmm. hunched and like you know doing these different things so it just it has such a ripple effect on everything that it is just so powerful and I'm just going to throw out there that that's also why I have that as like sorry guys I had a a choking attack before recording this. (laughs) I choked on some of my nutrients powders. (laughs) Um, And so, but like I have it as like the first pillar of hush, you know, it's like the heart. We're going to start right there Mm -hmm. because it just transforms everything. Oh, yeah, I agree. I mean, I like I say in my work too, like everyone needs like their chest and heart space open and released. If we could all like have someone (laughs) do an MFR chest release, like it's just would make the world a better place and like regularly. And then same, like what I've learned a lot from Crystal and other people too is like working. um, You, I like, you have to work in the heart space when you're doing pelvic floor work. Like if people can't feel, they can't relax, we got to go to the heart and just, you just have to. And it's amazing the changes it makes for people. And, and being able to like, you know, the nice thing is having done the work myself, like, like it's okay. Like I remember thinking when I was first doing heart work, when I felt there, I was supposed to feel like happiness Mm. and that wasn't what was there at all. I remember one of the first times I was working with someone and they were like, well, what are your goals? I'm like, I want to feel into my heart without feeling sad, Mm -hmm. you know? And like thinking about it now, even it makes me sad for that person. Like, oh my gosh, like I lived you know, 30 some years of my life was like my age and I was doing that. And that's how I was, that's what I was there for Mm -hmm. is my heart was just so sad. Mm -hmm. Like, oh my gosh, you know, and how it does, it relates to the structural. I mean, I, at the same time was having a lot of, um, upper back, like to the point it got so bad that I was having like chest pain and I knew it wasn't my physical heart, like having a heart attack, but you know, to go to the doctor, you go to, and like people, freak out while you're having chest pain but I knew that it was like structural stuff but it was before I was like a myofascial therapist and like really knew the connection Mm -hmm. um so it's just so interesting and then of course like constriction is like my biggest gene key is it is the purpose sphere is that what it's called like your main one the life's work one is yeah the life's work mine was constriction and so I mean Crystal saw me read that in the book in front of her and I was like whoa Yep, lived that, mm-hmm. and it led me to the work I'm doing now because it was my own constriction and pain that I was like, I had, yeah, it was just amazing. So, 
Right. Oh, it's just, but it, you know, the thing like I was talking to the other week is when I had something like I had had a really, really heart opening, beautiful, beautiful experience. And then I had something right afterwards that was like super hurtful. And it was like, whoa, like it's so tricky to live in this world of like accepting that I'm a highly sensitive, empathic person living that way. And it's like, but it's intense because the rest of the world doesn't always um, risk, like it can be scary and dangerous feeling almost in a way. So it's like how to, maybe you have tips on like, how do you continue to like be open and live that way and then handle like that intense pain? Like what are some things people could do or just how can we support that? Yeah. I mean, (laughs) I feel like the first thing is knowing that the more you practice that, the easier that gets. Like you'll still feel it, but it just, even though it feels so intense, kind of like we were talking about, it will move more quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, so just that knowingness and that'll be like a lived experience and through that practice. But for me, my favorite thing is the simplest thing is like literally just holding your heart. So you're putting your hands on your heart maybe you're rubbing your heart I'm doing it now can you hear it (laughs) um and you're holding yourself through that because you're you're repatterning yourself so you don't just go into the constriction and the closing you can also do like the heart squeeze where you put one arm under your armpit and you just squeeze yourself kind of like a reparenting squeeze too you know where you're just like holding Mm. yourself um but really being able to Hold that area so it knows it's still safe, but it's just feeling this big surge of energy, this big pain that exists in this world, this whatever it is, but it's being held through it so it keeps kind of staying in that softer spot. And you've got to breathe. (laughs) (laughs) Breathing. Breathing really helps. It moves all the energy. (laughs) Always foundational. Um... So, yeah, just, like, holding that and, like, being with the breath and, like, letting it just move. Letting it, you know, feel it, but let it move. And if it needs to just pause and hold, then just pause and hold also. But, yeah, I think, I mean, that's just, like, my immediate go-to. Yeah, I think that reminds me of sometimes um, when I'm working with people, like, you know, a lot of times, like, a or stretch distraction feels good on a sore muscle or something like that. But a lot of times that's like too much. So it reminds me of sometimes I'll tell that people will like go into the restriction. So it reminds me of just like going into the compression on the heart and I'll say, um, let me hold the restriction. Mm-hmm. Like let your body now like let it take a break and I will hold it because it's scary to let go, right? It's scary for people to like let go in any sort of way for a lot of different reasons, like Mm -hmm. especially physically to let go of a tense muscle. It's like, you just don't even know how. So if I can like go into the restriction and compress it and I'll be like, okay, I got it. Mm -hmm. So you can, you don't have to hold it. Just let me hold it for like five minutes. And even if you don't know how, like that can be a really cool. So that, so that made me think of, because that's what really helped me is, um, but like, I feel like I always want to be held. Like that is such a strong thing, but it's really hard to ask. So I ended up like just asking my husband just to like lay next to me. And then I just like cried and cried and cried and cried. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And just, I mean, so like for you, when you say like, let it move, is that kind of like, what do you mean by that? Like, let it move, like just let the emotions flow? Yeah. Yeah. You're letting the emotions flow. But for me, like I feel it, I feel it as energy moving through my body. So Mm -hmm. you might feel the pain in your chest or you might feel the deep sadness or the, the literal heartache type stuff. And then like feel it move. You might feel it dissolve, Mm -hmm. you know, you Mm -hmm. might feel it fall away you might feel it move from here down and out or up and out you know like just allowing it each person is so unique in that that it's like well what's your experience and yes like when you're talking about so it was cool because as you started leading into asking to be held that's exactly when you're talking about like let me just hold this for you asking for somebody else to be able to hold you Mm -hmm. or just hold that space or just put their hand on your heart, you know, center, mm-hmm. um, whatever that could be. And then, yeah, if it has the surge of emotion connected with it, then letting that flow. So if it's actually bringing up like anger or anything, then like, can you scream where you're at? Can you scream into a pillow? Do you need to just almost like violently shake, scream, ah, you know, make noise, like making noise mo- makes everything move. Like making noise is so powerful. Um, and then, yeah, like you're talking about, and you just sat and cried. So it's like, if it's that, if it's like that kind of pain and like just letting it flow. So whatever, however it shows up, because each situation is just going to be a little bit different. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, each thing is going to have a different movement and a different pathway and different sensation. Yeah, that's Um, good. I like hearing your perspective too because I feel like everyone does it differently. And that's one thing I've been thinking about a lot recently is how like we'll compare our spiritual experiences to someone else. And then like a lot of times I'll feel like, oh, I missed out because I didn't have that experience that they're describing. Uh, And then but this just happened the other day where I just was like, no, we're like, whoa, yeah, we just each have our own because we all have our own unique gifts and sensitivities. Like, I think I was telling you, Crystal, my husband, and I went to this concert and he had this whole crazy spiritual experience where he saw, had like visual things happening where I just had like a felt sense of like um, joy and like uh, finding myself in an inner knowing. Like, it was so cool. We both went away from it just feeling like these really profound, beautiful shifts that in the end had the same message kind of of love and joy, but totally different. Mm -hmm. And it could have been really easy for me to be like jealous or look like I didn't have as profound of experience because it wasn't like his. Mm -hmm. But for me, it was such a moment of just like realization of, whoa, like we all have our own experience. Like even when we're in groups together and people are doing the same meditation, we share afterwards, we all totally different. Right. When I'm treating patients, they might unwind with emotions. They might be totally still. They might be shaking. They might roll off the table, right? And it doesn't matter. It doesn't make one better or worse as long as it's authentic to you. Right. So it's just, that's such a good reminder for myself too. Yeah, yeah. No, I love that. And it doesn't change like, necessarily it can change some of the action but it's like still in like the well what do we do in that situation like just starting with holding your heart and then Mm -hmm. go from there like and listen to yourself you know what you need yeah it's so true we do it's just like we're afraid to admit it sometimes I think because yeah sometimes it can be um depending on like 
your whole life, it can be difficult to feel needy. Mm. You know, like, oh, I shouldn't need support. I should be able to do this all on my own. That's like, a, we talked about that in a whole nother podcast of being your own healer and um, all those different things and just um, that it is okay to ask for help. Right, right. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And it, yeah. I felt like I had one more thing to say and I don't really remember what it was. <laughs> it's okay. That's how it goes. Yeah. So it's important. The heart, it, like th- our world needs it. Yeah. It needs everybody to be doing this. It's amplifying like the capacity to have compassion and understanding and being able to show up in the world. And, you know, how different is it when people are able to show up in the world and they can handle it and then they also have that compassion you know, because that's the thing. Like we're, yeah, the world is missing that. Yeah, and it's like that fine balance of two is yeah, being able to stay compassionate with with still setting boundaries and not being like walked all over and having so much of an open heart that you're just like no limits. <laughs> you know, it, it, that could be like all another tangent conversation of what all that really means too. Yeah, well, and I don't think it's so much of, like, having so much of an open heart in the sense of, like, you can have a fully open heart, but it is about boundaries. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you have your own boundaries and you know your boundaries. And honestly, to me, like, they kind of come hand in hand. <laughs> like, like there's but no way to have an open heart if you don't have boundaries, you mean? Kind of. Yeah. Like, I feel like the more we actually open our hearts – the more we naturally have that boundary because it's like it's open and it's here. And so you can feel the energy before it even gets to you where it's like, ooh, I'm not going to want that in my sphere. Mm-hmm. And so like here's my boundary. I don't want to be around you when you want to vent about politics or I want to have some space when I get home from work or whatever, whatever it is where it's like you feel – because you want to maintain that openness and so you feel what's coming in that's mm. wanting to shut it down or hurt it and take you out of that space and take you out of compassion. Where like to me when what I'm hearing when you're saying like so open that you people walk all over you, it's that's more just like almost choosing compassion and or being in that state of like it's part people pleasing, but it's part like um like the fawning almost yeah talk about yeah yeah like that because like I feel it I'm like what's the words like I can feel it in my body like how it's like this yeah because that doesn't feel open when I think about that either that feels very like um curled up in a ball scared but I just want to do whatever so no one will hurt me more (laughs) sort of vibe right (laughs) right and just kind of like yeah yeah I feel like I might have to like feel on it more to actually have the words to convey (laughs) the message um yeah but yeah I know I'm lost in lots of feelings right now too after talking about that it's so it's yeah it's so interesting how things kind of start to just unlock in your body and your mind as you start just like again we're both just in the process bringing awareness around it and always to a deeper level it's so cool right yeah I love it Ah, okay. So we'll send you lots of love and um, encouragement, invitation to breathe that softness into your own heart and hold that space for yourself as you need it. And of course, if you 
want any further support, you can reach out with me on the Pleasure Fairy app, or you could join Hush and dive into all of the heart heart mm-hmm. aspects in that first pillar. And uh, yeah, that's all. Awesome. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. If you'd like more support, hop on the Pleasure Fairy app or find Katie at wellnesswithkatie.com. You can also find us on Instagram at Enlivening Musings if you want to share some takeaways or other requests for future shows. Enjoy!